0: is the 77 WABC minicast. And I'm Lou Dobbs. It's Sunday, and we're going to have a great conversation, as we always do on Lou Dobbs Sunday. Thanks for being with us here today, sharing part of your, your day with us. We've got a lot to talk about. This upcoming week is going to be a monster for uh, politics, for uh, politics, uh, for, uh <laughs> The legal action uh, that always seems to surround the president's son, Hunter Biden. Uh, Biden, by the way, will be they'll be voting on contempt of Congress uh, this uh, this Wednesday. And meanwhile, the next day, he has to be in Los Angeles. To begin the trial for uh, tax evasion, Uh, Hunter Biden is just uh, extraordinarily busy this week, as is the Congress, but then they should be well rested. They take plenty of time off. I hope you had every bit as a great, a restful and uh, exciting uh, uh, holiday season as they have. And uh, I can't wait to see what Congress does. Uh, we Meanwhile, we get word that Mike Thompson, the Speaker of the House, has done it again, talking to a bunch of freshmen. Uh, it appears that he has, uh, for some reason... Decided he wants to negotiate with the president over the border crisis. Uh, Mike Johnson is just, uh, I have to tell you, he's been the most, he's been a greater disappointment to me, in point of fact, than Kevin McCarthy in the first two months of of his, uh, what will we call it, uh, his rule. Uh, To think that he believes he's ready to negotiate a crisis that he ignored uh, for the past, uh, well, throughout his career in Congress. He hasn't been active on the issue. He took a group of 50 congressmen down to the border and comes back absolutely stunned. Uh, shame on shame on the president he says well yes he's brought in about 10 million people into this country illegally since he well since he stole the election i mean it's it, yes i did say stole the election and i'll back it up with anybody who wants to debate it uh for a host of reasons and as we look at the border as an issue and as and a, at a Johnson, uh, Mike Johnson, who thinks that after a couple of months and in, in the chair of the Speaker of the House, he's ready to suddenly unilaterally uh, represent the American people with the President of the United States. I mean, it's arrogance. Uh, this is a man who's supposed to be a man of faith. He's supposed to be a man of some humility. Uh, and he is neither to this point, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he certainly needs to find humility and quickly. Um, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about the fellow who's in that office, the man he wants to work with, and that man is falling apart before our very eyes, don't you think? There's, every day, there's more evidence of his early onset dementia, his impairment, his cognitive uh, impairment, whatever you wish to call it. The man is obviously in rapid decline mentally, uh, and cannot find his way, whether he is uh, getting off of Marine One, getting onto to Air Force One, walking up a, a, the steps to a stage, or coming off that stage. He is all but helpless. And if he didn't have his wife there to guide him and other men and women in uniform who surround him, I, I don't believe the man could function at all. Uh, certainly not in the sense that he would know where to go, what to do, and uh, and how to get away from it. This speech that he gave in Valley Forge, I don't know if you heard it. My gosh, he, <laughs> this is supposed to be good old avuncular Uncle Joe. This man is turned into a rabid, uh, flailing, nasty piece of business uh, as he gets before the uh, microphone and cameras and starts screaming about the the uh, MAGA uh, insurrectionist uh, on January 6th. And uh, meanwhile, he's ignoring the reality that in point of fact, it is his regime that is imprisoning people without due process and frankly, without uh, any sense of uh, obedience to the Constitution. Uh, We just had the anniversary, the third year anniversary of January 6th, and it's one of the most... To me, sad. It's one of the the saddest events that you know i that I can remember in the last month or two. Uh, it is just incredible to me that there are still hundreds of our fellow Americans sitting in jail cells because they were in a demonstration. I talked with one of the fellows who called in from his uh, to talk with us uh, on the podcast, and he talked uh, about. The 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 solitary confinement that he's been in, the fact that he does not he not only hasn't had a trial, he hasn't even had a trial date set, and he's been in prison three years, more than a thousand days. His name is Jake Lang, and he's a he's a, a great American. He called in from prison to to have a discussion about it. Uh, it's it's just heartrending to think, and by the way, also infuriating to think that not any of us. Uh, whether we 're in media, whether we are uh, we belong to the Republican Party or the Democrat Party, no one seems to be able to come up with a solution to overcome the authoritarian totalitarian uh, uh, absolutely oppressive justice department that has gone after these people. Uh, and done so in the most unfair and un-American of ways. I mean, people who were just simply in the mob. They weren't committing violence. They weren't destroying anything. In fact, Jake Lang was one of those trying to defend elderly protesters against the onrush of police uh, with their shields and their batons who were uh, flailing at people. Uh, It's just a sad, sad circumstance. Uh, but we're going to we're going to try to uh, to look to the to the good uh, in all of this and the good of it i think is that the american people now have awakened they know what the biden regime is they know what authoritarianism is now whether they're talking about the hiring of 87,000 irs agents are imprisoning hundreds more than a thousand of our fellow Americans in the D.C. gulag whether it's a judiciary in the district of Columbia the federal judiciary that not only did the department of justice and the FBI overcharge uh, these uh, poor p- Americans who are caught as prisoners of uh, this ideological warfare but the the country is watching a judiciary that's every bit as corrupt as the DOJ or the FBI and then we have Mike Pence for crying out loud. I, I don't know if you heard or read what he said, but it's it's a sad again a sad circumstance to to, to what he has become. Mike Pence today actually saying he was glad that the FBI and the DOJ had imprisoned twelve hundred Americans for what they did on on, this, on the sixth of January, twenty twenty one. I have to say to you, it is this man seems uh, modest. He seems almost meek at times, but now he seems like he has become a creature of uh, of ugly, ugly dimensions that I can't even fathom. To say that you're glad that somebody has been imprisoned by this uh, this rogue uh, Biden authoritarian regime is madness in itself, and he knows what was happening. He knows that Bill Barr, the Attorney General uh, of uh, the United States, uh, knew that Joe Biden was lying through his teeth about the laptop being a a piece of Russian disinformation. It had been in the possession of the FBI for 11 months at that point, and they had ruled it absolutely real the actual laptop of the president's son and they knew the contents and all that it's all of the incriminating uh, evidence and bill barr did nothing do you want to know why by the way he did nothing he he admits it in uh, the book he wrote i think he said one darn thing or the other it was the title but uh he said that he thought it would be interfering in the election if he were to point out that the vice president was lying about the laptop which contained all the incriminating evidence of the corruption of the Biden, uh, the Biden family. Isn't that stunning? And we know with uh, the polls that have been taken subsequently that that would have changed the outcome. That alone would have changed the outcome of the election. But to hear Bill Barr say that, think about how ironic it is, how uh, maddening it is to think that he didn't want to interfere in the election when he interfered by doing nothing. He simply went to work for Joe Biden in that moment. And think about what real election interference is. It is altering the outcome of an election. And look what is happening now. President Trump under indictment. Four federal indictments, for crying out loud. Forget about uh, Letitia James and her case that is absolutely monstrous uh, and unfair and baseless. and But nonetheless, uh, being perpetuated by a corrupt uh, court system in this, uh, in the state of New York. If if we see more states fall in line as has uh, much of the eastern seaboard and the northeast, uh, this is not going to be America anymore. This is, we are basically a totalitarian state in certain states, in certain jurisdictions within those states, uh, and certain jurisdictions even in red states where there is a a, 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 I, I don't know what to call it. It is a conspiracy of the left, the Marxist left, uh, to suppress.